We're having open and honest conversations about mental health and well-being. We should talk about it with Myra Ansari on Wave Now. Thanks so much for joining us here on Wave Now. So we should talk about it. I'm Myra Ansari with Dr. Stephen Taylor from U of L Health Peace Hospital for our podcast here to talk about mental health. And today, Dr. Taylor and I decided to talk about um, being in the moment, especially during the holidays. Um, and Dr. Taylor had the perfect um, thing that maybe we can all relate to, the scene from Home Alone where we're rushing and going and not enjoying what is happening at that time. Talk to us about the importance of uh, being in the moment, maybe that clip from that movie in the beginning yeah. where yeah. they're rushing and not realizing what's happening Yeah. Uh, because we're just going. Right, and I think there's so much in that opening scene. There is the, we're not taking time to think about what's going on and what it means to be in the moment here and now, but there's also a lot of frantic rushing, which I think in a way is a defense against being there. It's a way to be distracted. They were very distracted at the beginning of this movie. So distracted that they leave a kid at home alone, <laughs> right? I mean, that's a, that's pretty severely distracted. Yeah. And so I think, you know, there's something about the way we engage sometimes that both contains that sort of conscious and maybe sometimes not so conscious effort to be distracted, uh, as well as the um, missing out on the moment when we're in the moment. Mm -hmm. And why is that? I mean, it's the holidays. We just got done with Thanksgiving. We have, uh, you know, the other holidays in December to deal with the New Year's and then the new, then the new year, you know, it's just kind of, this is a really fast paced time for a lot of folks. Exactly. And we're all very busy too. You know, like the beginning of the movie, there's the sense that they all have their own lives. They're all coming in from out of town. There's this sense that there are all these other lives going on, but they're trying to put that aside so they can have this thing together, but they're not really being together. Mm -hmm. they're, they're very distracted and very much not in the moment. At least that's what it appears to be. Sure. We, we, we don't know what they actually feel like. And you may be doing some of that reflecting after Thanksgiving if you were with family or you had people over, you know, the, the craziness of all that and that thinking, man, I wish I would have sat down and talked to right. my mom or my yeah. dad or my brother or my sister or... The great aunt the, was there. The great uncle was there. Yes, yeah. and that you didn't get to do the things that you wanted to do because it's go, 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 go. Right. And you're distracted. Maybe in some ways you, we might be distracting ourselves and making ourselves not emotionally present, and we miss out. So we get to the other side, we're looking back at it, and we're being wistful and thinking about the things we wish we had done or how we wish we had interacted, and we, we do miss out. And so there is something about allowing ourselves to be emotionally present that can enrich and deepen an experience in the here and now that might otherwise just get passed over. So how do we do that? Well, one of the ways I think we do it, I was thinking about playing the piano as an example. We were talking about this before we came on the air. Um, you know, as a pianist in my past life <laughs> and getting ready for a piano recital, I would spend months and months in a practice room learning a piece of music, getting it ready to perform on stage, and then, and only then, going out on stage to play it. 
And even then, there might have been some periods of playing it for test audiences in a way, right? You know, there are people that are going to make listen to you play uh, to kind of get yourself over the nerves of playing in front of a group. So it involves a lot of preparatory work, a lot of thought before the event itself to get ready for the event itself. Then, and only then, do we go out on stage and play. And I think in a way that's an example of how we can think about something like the holidays, where we can give ourselves time, find time, to imagine what it's going to be like, all of it. You know, all the beauty of it and the, and the ugliness of it and everything that we can experience in the moment to let ourselves have all of that. Think about what it's going to be like. Who's going to be there? How are we going to spend time with the people who are there? What's it going to feel like to be with them? Who won't be there? What's it going to be like to be at this family gathering with somebody gone if somebody's died or we've lost somebody? So there's a lot of feelings and a lot of things that will be there on some level, whether we're aware of it or not. And if we give ourselves time to think about it, I think it's part of what makes those events more alive to us because we've given ourselves time to think about it ahead of time and to kind of practice it. So what if the thought that we put into the moment and it doesn't happen that way? Well, it's probably not going to. Okay. The, the reality is whatever we imagine, it's probably going to be something different anyway. But I think the fact that we've imagined it and we've given ourselves time to think about it and to prepare ourselves for it, then we're more present when we're there for whatever is going to be there. Yes, yeah, more than likely going to be something different from what we were thinking. We, we can't imagine the future. We can get some ideas. We can have fantasies about it. We can have all kinds of ideas. Are we going to get the future exactly right in our minds as we think it through? No. Mm -hmm. But it might help make us more alive in the moment so that whatever does happen and whatever we do experience, we're, we're more awake to it because we've been thinking about it. We've been creating the space to think it through. So what are some common... Um is, should I use the word distractions? Well, how would you describe it? What are things that, that we keep ourselves away from it? Yeah, like what yeah. are things that take us away from the moment? Well, we, we do have our lives and we have our jobs and we have our careers and we have all the things that we do that are apart from the family gathering. So we can use that as a distraction. You know, so let's say Thanksgiving was Thursday and we work until Wednesday at seven o'clock at night mm -hmm. and then we go home and we frantically make the pie or the dressing or put the turkey in the oven or sure. whatever it is we're going to do for yeah. tomorrow and there's and we don't give ourselves any chance to prepare for what's coming up to think it through to think about it to have a moment where we're just reflecting on it we go straight into action that's one of the ways we can keep ourselves away from it by keeping ourselves distracted taking our work with us you know having work to do at the event so Maybe I've got my laptop and I'm, you know, writing notes or sending prescriptions or doing whatever I'm doing, mm -hmm. you know, during the event itself to be distracted from it so that I'm not really ever there. Mm -hmm. Those are ways we can keep ourselves disconnected and distracted. So the downfalls of not being in the moment. Uh, talk to me about that. So we miss out, you know, any connection that we could have, we might miss feeling disconnected and distant from our family members and loved ones, we can become more distant and more disconnected because we are, 
we are more distant and more disconnected. So we're not there, we're not present. Mm -hmm. So being more open to the experience of the moment gives us an opportunity to feel more connected to them. And if we feel, oh, they just don't understand me, you know, we're all distant, we don't, we don't, we live different lives, we don't get each other anymore, so I'm not going to bother with it. Mm -hmm. So I don't take myself in there and let them experience me and get to know how am I different, mm -hmm. you know. Maybe they want to know what it's like to be me and do the work that I do, but I don't bring it with me and don't give them a chance to experience it. So um, maybe you feel obligated to visit X person, Y person, Z person during the holidays, and it's just like punching a card. I got to go see them, saw them, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah, and I checked one thing off of the list, and, right. you know, um, I did my due diligence of spending time, I guess, if you want right. to call that with right. that person, but really, maybe it's yeah. not the quality that we think. Right. We missed out, and then we only just prove our point, right? It's like, I told you it was a waste of my time. I told you it was going to be, wor there was no reason for me to go. It was a waste of my time going there, mm -hmm. but we never let ourselves really be there in the first place. And it can be a challenge. I'm not saying everybody's family is a joy to be around. That is so true. So there can <laughs> be challenges, and it can be hard. But I think if we can make ourselves more emotionally open to it, we can get some kind of experience there, one, that we weren't expecting, and two, we, we can take away the fact that we've been there, we've experienced it, we were open to it, and we were alive. Uh, we were alive in that moment. So that is the benefit that you can take away from being in the moment is that maybe you've gained a new, a, a different relationship, a better formed relationship. Maybe you learned something about someone mm -hmm. else or they told you something about them that you didn't know. And right. you're sharing something about yourself. Absolutely. So yeah. that's so important right now. I think especially. it's, I think, well, especially now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. So. If Thanksgiving didn't go the way that you had hoped for, don't worry. We've got hopefully we've still got another one. We've got another one <laughs> that right. hopefully, if you're going to be with your family and it didn't happen the way that you wanted to, maybe take what we're talking about right now and reevaluate. Okay, what can I do differently next time around? Yeah. Even if it's next year, hopefully you have that opportunity next year to to be right. uh, to have another go at it and say, you know what, I'm not going to do. I'm not taking my laptop with me next time. Yeah, I just think that our emotional life is part of our experience and part of how we experience life and learn, and we can easily shut it off and shut it out so that it's not tracking along with us. And so we can intellectually be just about anywhere, mm -hmm. and but we're not our emotional selves aren't a part of it. And we're not robots. Exactly. And that's why you need that emotional connection. Right. Um, you know, when you're, you're spending time with people. Yeah. One of the neurobiologists whose name is Yach Panksepp. Okay. Uh, I can't spell that. You know, it, with a P. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> try, try with a P. Uh, and uh, so Yach Panksepp um, developed the, through his study of um, monkey communities and behavior, um, a series of emotional drives things that we are emotionally driven for, uh, things like seeking, you know, our need to go out and find things, seek things, seek relationships, seek food, you know, our need to be fed, our need to be nurtured, our need to nurture, um, and our need to play. 
um, and fear and panic were some of the things that he identified as well, but they're all centered on our emotional experience. They're all drives that are driven by our emotions. And we feel those drives and we respond to them and we go out in the world and try to figure out how we're gonna satisfy those. Mm -hmm. And mostly we do them without thinking about it. It's mostly unconscious. But if we give ourselves time to think about where we're going, what's coming next, what it might be like, what we need, what we're gonna miss, what we're gonna get, and then be more open to the experience, I think we're gonna be more consciously aware of filling and trying to find our emotional needs rather than just kind of floating through and missing out. Okay, all right. Is there anything I didn't ask you, Dr. Taylor? I think we kind of covered it, yeah. but, but I think it's important for us to practice. Mm -hmm. We have to practice. And I think giving ourselves time to think about it and imagine it is sort of how we practice sure. you know, at, at, the, at the beginning end. That makes us more open when we're on stage performing. And that's kind of what Dr. Taylor and I, I mean, we do before we start the podcast. We talk we about we pra practice. practice. Yeah, practice. you know, I guess we don't think about it as practice, but we right. have a discussion. Hey, what do you want to talk about today? And and we talk about where we're coming from on different right. things. And that is actually a really good way of... Yeah, good way to think about it. And I think it's a good analogy to the event itself, too, because oftentimes you and I will get in here and start talking about things, and we may not say things exactly the way we imagined it before we started. Mm -hmm. We might find ourselves thinking of things or having an experience of something that we weren't really encountering in the, in the green room mm -hmm. you know, as we're getting ready to come on. But I think it's because we practice it and because we think about it that begins to open things up so that when we do get in here and do this work, we're, we're coming in in an attitude that's more open and things are going to come to us and yeah. we're going to have an experience that we would not otherwise have. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thank you for allowing me to be in the moment in this conversation. I, I love these moments. Yes, I do too. All right. I hope you had a wonderful holiday, Thanksgiving, and uh, thank you, Dr. Taylor, for being here today. And uh, just try to be in the moment for the next couple of weeks and, and take in uh, a little things here and there. It's baby steps, right? Exactly. So you'll get there eventually because being in the moment, I'm sure when we experience it, it's you realize, wow. What was I doing before? That's right. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. I'm Myra Ansari with Dr. Stephen Taylor from U of L Health Peace Hospital. Hope you have a good day.